شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدى للناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته كن يؤهمي الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه والتابعين له باحسان الى يوم الدين اما بعد ان شاء الله تعالى we're going to carry on the tafsir of surah yusuf قال تعالى الله سيز وَجَاءُوا أَبَاهُمْ عِشَاءً يَبْكُونَ قَالُوا يَا أَبَانَا إِنَّا ذَهَبْنَا نَسْتَبِقُ وَتَرَكْنَا يُوسُفَ عِنْدَ مَتَاعِنَا فَأَكَلَهُ الذِّئْبُ وَمَا أَنْتَ بِمُؤْمِنٍ لَنَا وَلَوْ كُنَّا صَادِقِينَ وَجَاءُوا عَلَى قَمِيصِهِ بِدَمٍ كَذِبٍ قَالَ بَلْ سَوَّلَتْ لَكُمْ أَنفُسُكُمْ أَمْرًا فَصَبْرٌ جَمِيلٌ وَاللَّهُ الْمُسْتَعَانُ عَلَى مَا تَصِفُونَ وَجَاءَتْ سَيَّارَةٌ فَأَرْسَلُوا وَارِدَهُمْ فَأَدْلَى دَلْوَهُ قال يا بشرى هذا غلام واسروه بضاعه والله عليم بما يعملون وشروه بثمن بخس دراهم معدوده وكانوا فيه من الزاهدين وقال الذي اشتراه من مصر لامراته اكرمي مثواه عسى ان ينفعنا عسى ان ينفعنا او نتخذه ولدا وكذلك مكنا ليوسف في الارض ولنعلمه من تاويل الاحاديث والله غالب على امره ولكن اكثر الناس لا يعلمون ولما بلغ شده اتيناه حكما وعلما وكذلك نجزي المحسنين الله سبحانه وتعالى هيسيس وجاءوا اباهم عشاء يبكون they came to their father when did they come they came to their father isha'an yabkun this inshallah ta'ala is about the way that the brothers of yusuf alayhi salam they try to deceive their father so allah tabarak wa ta'ala he says waja'u they came isha'an a'ishatan and they came Aisha time, Yabukuna crying. Okay? They came at Isha time and they were crying. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he narrates to us that the deceit that Yusuf's brothers resorted to after they threw him into the bottom of the well is that they went back to their father during the darkness of the night, crying and showing sorrow and grief for losing Yusuf. They stated uh, or they started their conversation by uh, giving excuse to their father for what happened to Yusuf falsely and claiming that inna dhahabna nastabiqu that's what uh, al-imam ibn kathir rahimahullah says isha'an it's ظرف زمان منصوب اي وقت العشاء the time of isha is when they went to their father what time the time of isha okay which is بعد مغيب الشفق الاحمر واقبال العشو وظلمه الليل so they came at dark time and they came يبكون حال كونهم يبكون they came whilst they were crying and they were trying to show للاسف والجزع والفظيعه والفجيعه they were trying to show that uh, sorrow 
grief for losing uh, Yusuf and how much that they loved him. All of this was tasannu'an minhum. All of this was just pretending. They were role-playing, which is something we learn, brothers and sisters, and happens to us a lot, that we think that the person who cries, the person who shows emotion is always the, the oppressed, and the one who doesn't cry is the oppressor. We always think that. When we judge between people, we generally do that. If one person cries and the other one doesn't cry, we always are on the side, or we generally fall on the side of the person who's crying. And we look at the person who's not crying as a monster, as an evil person. And that's not always the case. Some people are very good at role playing. And they try, they love to take their, um, they love to take advantage of people's sympathy. Okay, they love to do that. And tap into that emotion of people. And this is, Psychiatrists talk about it. It's called victim syndrome. When a person plays a victim in every situation and cries and pretends. So this is what they did. They came to their father, lying, deceiving. Allah referred to it as, uh, later as, 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 as he mentions, subhanahu wa ta'ala, that all of this was just a role play. All of this was just made up. Nothing of, nothing of it was true. And this is their response. Qalu ya abana our father. Now they want to give the excuse. They cried for a little bit, and now they want to give their excuse. They said, our father. We went racing with one another. We went racing with one another. Uh, and some of the ulama, they said, it could also mean, or had a shooting competition. Okay, or we had a shooting competition, whether it be arrows or anything else, that's what it is. Okay, and then what? Ha, ah, this is the i'tidar, their excuse that they're giving to their father. We left Yusuf by our belongings, we left Nabila Yusuf with our belongings. And we told him to look after our belongings for us, guarding our clothes and our luggages. Ibn Kathir, he says, our clothings and our luggages. That's what they did. And what happened was a wolf ate him. Okay? And this all happened, the time that we were racing, or the time that we were shooting, uh, we, we were having a, a, our shooting competition. And it all happened at the time of our heedlessness, as you feared for us, Father. And this is exactly Ibn Kathir rahimahullah he says. Ibn Kathir he says, Ibn Kathir he says, and this was exactly what their father told them he feared for Yusuf and warned against. Literally, there's two reasons why Yaqub said he would not be happy to allow them to take Yusuf. One of the reasons was, I'm scared that a wolf might eat him. And they exactly took that excuse and yani, borrowed it from their father's mouth and utilized it. The wolf ate him. And you are not. And you will never be, and you will never believe us, even if we were to speak the truth. Side benefit. The ulama, side benefit. The ulama, some of them they take from the word al-iman in the Arabic language, it means at-tasdiq. Okay, some of the scholars, they take the, the view that the iman, that the word al-iman, in the Arabic language, it means what? At-tasdiq. 
and the evidence that they use that the word al-iman it means at-tasdiq okay it means uh, at-tasdiq which is to believe uh, they said that this ayah is the evidence for it wama anta lana it means ay wama anta lana you can the word mu'minin means bimusaddiqin okay and some scholars they said la okay the word iman in arabic language is slightly more than just tasdiq it's al-iqrar and i won't go into the reason why they they, they feel like that's the answer but it's good to know وَمَا أَنْتَ you are not بِمُصَدِّقٍ لَنَا you are not بِمُصَدِّقٍ لَنَا وَلَوْ كُنَّا صَادِقِينَ أي وَلَوْ كُنَّا صَادِقِينَ فِي نَفْسِ الْأَمْرِ Ibn Kathir رحمه الله he says تَلَطُّفٌ عَظِيمٌ فِي تَقْرِيرِ مَا يُحَاوِلُونَهُ يَقُولُونَ وَنَحْنُ نَعْلَمُ أَنَّكَ لَا تُصَدِّقُنَا وَالْحَالَةُ هَذِهِ لَوْ كُنَّا عِنْدَكَ صَادِقِينَ فكيف وانت تتهمنا في ذلك لانك خشيت ان ياكله الذئب فاكله الذئب فانت معذور في تكذيبك لنا لغرابه ما وقع وعجيب ما اتفق وعجيب ما اتفق لنا في في امرنا هذا ابن كثير رحمه الله said they tried to lessen the impact of the grave news they were delivering to their father they said, we know that you will not believe this news, even if you consider us truthful. So what about when you suspect that we are not truthful, especially since you fear that the wolf might eat Yusuf, and that is what happened. Therefore, they said, Ibn Kathir said, you have no reason not to believe us because of the strange coincidence and the amazing occurrence that happened to, at, at us. In other words, what they're trying to say is, our father, if we were really truthful people to you, and what we were saying was actually truthful to you, you still wouldn't have trusted us because it was just exactly what you feared. How would you then believe us now that you suspect us already? So it's not going to be any way you ever believe us. You wouldn't even believe us if we were truthful people to you. And people whose words Yani means something to you, you still would have doubted us because what you feared for us exactly took place. Okay? The wolf that you warned us of actually ate him. So how can you now believe us when you think we are liars and we're not truthful people? Look at the yani look at the speech and the deliverance and yani the eloquence, the way that they put this together. They're trying to deceive the, the man that brought them into this world, their parent, their father. That's why they said, But you will never believe us even if we would speak the truth. And if we were truthful to you, our father, and you trusted us, yes, and you had actually trusted us as truthful people, you still wouldn't have taken this from us. You wouldn't have. So how were we to expect and how are we to believe that you're going to take it from us now when we're really not trustworthy to you, Aslan? And the reason why is because you feared for Yusuf, the wolf, to eat him. And then now the wolf ate him? This yani, coincidence and this amazing occurrence that happened to us is definitely what's making you not trust it even more. So, Father, you're excused. We understand why you wouldn't believe us. What took place is just strange. And now they came up with something else now after they did that. The low in the festival, if I move on, the low here is, according to another view, is that it means in the in like a sharia the in conditional yani wa in kunna sadiqin if we were trustworthy we were ay walaw kunna sadiqin haqqan if we were truthful if we were telling you the truth in reality you wouldn't have believed and that's the view ibn kathir rahimahullah took okay waja'u they came with now look what happens waja'u they came ala qamisihi bidamin kadib allah tabarak wa ta'ala he says and they brought his shirt, 
Yusuf alayhi salam. It was stained with false blood, Allah says. Waja'u, they came. Ala qamiusihi his shirt, which had on it bidamin karibin. Ibn Kathirin said, makdubin muftara. The makdub here, falmazdaru bima'na al-maf'ool. Damin is mazdarin bima'na maf'ool, makdub. Or you can take another view and say, it means a bidamin di kadibin. Which then makes it a masdarun bitakdiri mudafin. And Ibn Kathir here mentions a view that is taken from Mujahid ibn Jabirin, the Tabi'i, and also Suddi, is that what they brought to the table was and when they bought the shirt, Ibn Kathir rahimahullah, he said, What they did was, in order to prove the plot that they all agreed on, they slaughtered a sheep. And this is according to the view of Mujahid ibn Jabrin, and as Suddi and several other scholars, and several other scholars, and they stained Yusuf alayhi salam, and they stained Yusuf's shirt with its blood. They claim that this was the shirt Yusuf was wearing. This was the uh, clothing that Yusuf was wearing when the wolf ate him. And they say that this is the blood stain on it. Ibn Kathir Lakin, he said, But they forgot to tear the shirt. They forgot what? They forgot to tear the shirt. And this is why Allah's Prophet Ya'qub did not believe them. Well, that's why this lie was not accepted by Ya'qub He turned rather, he told them what he felt about what they said to him and he refused their false claim and then he said to them بَلْ سَوَّلَتْ لَكُمْ أَنفُسُكُمْ أَمْرًا he responded by saying, your own selves have made up a tale. So for me, Yaqub, patience is most fitting. Patience is most fitting. I'm going to show a beautiful patience. In this thing that you guys have all come together, I will observe patience for this plot in which you agreed on until Allah relieves until until Allah relieves the distress with his aid and compassion Ibn Kathir rahimahullah says subhanallah and then he says wallahu al-musta'anu ala ma tasifun and it is Allah alone whose help can be sought against that which has taken place and that which you guys described. Ibn Kathirin, he says, against the lies and the unbelievable incident that you had said and occurred. Here, brothers and sisters, their father responded to them, but he responded to them as a very mature, elderly, senior man. He responded to them, their father, Ya'qub alayhi salam. He said to them, بَلْ سَوَّلَتْ لَكُمْ أَنفُسُكُمْ لَيْسَ بِصَحِيحٍ It is not true. مَا تَقُولُونَ That which you guys are saying, that the wolf ate him. Rather, your nafs 
has beautified this for you. And the nafs, brothers and sisters, is categorized into three. So write this down, inshallah ta'ala. The nafs are three types. There's the first type, which is the nafs, which is and nafsul mutma'innah. The nafs is three types, brothers and sisters. Can you all hear me? The nafs are, are categorized into three. There is the nafs which is mutma'innah, uh, the nafs that has tranquility. Tranquility, mutma'innah. That's the one Allah mentioned in Surah Al-Fajr. Ya ayyuan nafsul mutma'innah. The nafs which has regained tranquility, ease, and peace. It's the one Allah is pleased with, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nafs is your soul. The soul are three types. Okay? There's a first type which is the tranquil nafs. It's the righteous slave of Allah who's combined between beneficial knowledge and righteous action. That's the nafsul mutma'inna. That individual has gained beneficial knowledge and righteous action. Then second comes an nafsul amaratu bisu. An nafsul al amaratu bisu. The nafs that commands the person evil. Al amaratu bisu is the nafs that commands the person evil. That's the one that was in control of Yaqub's brothers. It, this, is, this was what beautified it for them. And Allah mentioned in the same, in the same surah, surah to Yusuf, وَمَا أُبَرِّئُ نَفْسِي إِنَّ النَّفْسَ لَأَمَّارَةٌ بِسُوءِ إِلَّا مَا رَحِمَ رَبِّي It's the second nafs. It's the nafs known as الْأَمَارَةُ بِسُوءِ where it instructs the person to do evil. It is the nafs that tells you to do evil. And then there's a third type, which is mentioned in Surah Al-Qiyamah. And it is Al-Nafsu Al-Lawamah. Al-Nafsu Al-Lawamah. Nafsu Al-Lawamah is the nafs that blames itself. Allah mentions in Surah Al-Qiyamah, La uqusimu biyawmi al-Qiyamah wa la uqusimu bin-nafsi al-Lawamah. Nafsu Al-Lawamah is the nafs that blames itself. The nafs that blames itself. What does it do? It blames itself. And it, 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 there's good in it and there's bad in it. So sometimes he runs to the good and he sometimes comes back and he goes for the... Yeah, and he's blaming himself a lot. It's called nafs al-lawama. Nafs al-lawama. It's the nafs that blames itself. So here what happened was the nafsul amarati bisu'i was beautifying for them um, and making for them beautiful the evil of this action. The word that was used here, bal sawwalat, the word at-taswil, in the Arabic language, it means at-tazeen. It, it means at-tazeen, it's to beautify something. Wa-taswil al-qabihi wa sayi'i bi surat al-hasan. And it is to show something which is very ugly in the light of good. And that's what Allah mentioned in Surah Al-Fatir. The person who's doing evil, but what he sees that is that he's doing good. He's actually doing something evil, but he sees it to be good. As the poet said, Allah mentions in Surah Al-Fatir that there are people who what? There are some people who their evil. Can you all hear me? Is my voice clear? So there are some people who are always going to see the, or they're going to see the evil that they're doing. They're going to see it as something beautiful. Yeah? They're always going to see it as uh, beautiful. They're going to beautify it. And it's going to look good to them. As Allah mentioned in the Quran, Afaman Zuyina Lahu, the one who is being beautified for him. Su'u amalihi, the evil of his actions. 
And then look what Allah says after that. بَلْ سَوَّلَتْ لَكُمْ أَنفُسُكُمْ أَمْرًا أَمْرًا Here is a nakira. It's an indefinite. And the reason why it was mentioned أَمْرًا it is to show لِلْتَعْظِيمِ وَالتَّهْوِيلِ It is to magnify the matter. That your nafs has really Ya'qub is saying to them that your nafs has beautified for you أَمْرًا عَظِيمًا a great thing. وَمُنْكَرًا فَضِيعًا كَبِيرًا It beautified for you something very evil, something despicable, great, which is to get rid of Yusuf and distance him and to divide him from his family, his loved ones, his father. And then after that, to use as an excuse He, Ya'qub alayhi salam, he's saying instead of looking for forgiveness and asking Allah ta'ala for forgiveness, rather what's happening is you're coming here and you're bringing lies to the table. You're lying, you're not telling the truth. So not only have you done evil and your nafs has beautified evil to you, but also what you're doing is you're trying to use lies as excuses. How did Ya'qub without investigating the situation, without looking into it, how did he know they were lying, all of this? Can you guys answer that? Number one, the shirt. He looked at the shirt and how is it that the shirt wasn't ripped? Well, some of the scholars actually mentioned when he looked at the shirt, he said, what a, what a very generous wolf this was. That he, he didn't scratch my kid and he didn't do anything forceful to him, but my kid ended up dying. Like what kind of wolf was this that killed my son, but didn't really rip his, and, uh, um, his clothing. So that's one. Also because of the dream of Yusuf, mashallah. The dream of Yusuf. So he knew that they distanced him from their father. That's how he knew. Yusuf, Yaqub already knew that. Okay. He then says, Allah says, فَصَبْرٌ جَمِيلٌ فَصَبْرٌ جَمِيلٌ The fa in there is atifa. Okay. It means وَصَبْرٌ and it's a khabaru li in mahthuf, which is fasabri sabrun jameel. Okay? Fasabrun jameelun, it is a what? It's a khabar li in mahthuf, which is fasabri sabrun jameel. Or you can say faamri sabrun jameel. Or it can be a mubtada and the khabar can be mahthuf, which is fasabrun jameelun ajmal aw al yaq. The word sabr, brothers and sisters, what does it mean? What does sabr mean? And what is its actual meaning? Does anyone here know what sabr means? Yeah? Ay naam. So sabr, it means habsun nafsi. It is to imprison the nafs. It is what? It is to imprison the nafs. Okay. Inshallah ta'ala, write this brothers and sisters. It's going to benefit you. Please write this down. It's a very good benefit. The word sabr, it's a masdaru sabara sabra. It's a verbal noun that comes from the word sabara sabara. And the scholars of the Arabic language, they disputed one another. Is the word sabar in the Quran, or generally speaking, in the Arabic language, even in the Arabic language, is it a, uh, a word, a maddatun tata'adda? Is it a transitive, is it a transitive word? Or is it an intransitive word? Okay, the word sabara, is it a fi'il 
تتعدى وتلزم or is it only متعدية دائما يعني does it is it in transitive verb or a transitive verb you all know the, the difference between the two right a transitive verb and intransitive verb some scholars they said yes the sabar uh, it comes in the Quran as a فعل متعدي and it also comes as a فعل لازم a transitive and an intransitive both of them you can find it so the verb the place in the Quran where there is when it is a transitive verb is wasbir nafsaka ma'alladina yad'una rabbahum suratul kaf we're going to see i28 wasbir nafsaka okay wasbir you be patient nafsaka here nafsaka is the maf'ul so it's a transitive verb and that's the evidence for it being muta'addi and sometimes it is lazim there is nothing with it for example qawluhu ta'ala in surah ali imran ayah 200 allah says ya ayyuhalladhina amanu ya ayyuhalladhina amanu sabiru wa sabiru and the ayah walaman sabara wa ghafara inna dhalika lamin azmi al-umur in surah al-shura ayah 43 those two places the Arabs, the grammarians, they say it is fi'lun, lazimun, and that's their argument. And some scholars, they said, no, no. The word sabara, okay, it is always muta'addiyah, da'iman, always muta'addiyah, it's always a transitive verb. It's never an intransitive verb. But how? They said, the object is just removed, it's hidden. It's actually there, but it's just not mentioned in the sentence. And they gave an example of a line of poetry that's attributed to Antara, one of the one of the Mu'allaqat um, al-Ashara, Antara ibn Shaddad, in his Diwan. Okay. Also, some scholars they attributed to Abu Dhuayb, who said, "Fasabartu arifatan li dalika hurratan tarsu ida nafsul jabani tatallu." So, those are the two madhabs. One madhab that believes tata'adda wa talzam. And there's another madhab which is hiya muta'addiyatun da'iman. It's always a transitive verb. Okay, brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, that was a benefit for the students of knowledge who are advanced, who love to know Arabic benefits here and there. Now coming back to something we can all, inshallah ta'ala, relate to. Sabar, brothers and sisters, is a great quality. It's a khasratu min khisari al-khayri azimah. And Allah mentions in the Quran, in Surah Al-Fusilat, أَنَّهُ لَا يُعْطِيهَا لِكُلِّ النَّاسِ Allah doesn't give it to everybody. وَإِنَّمَا يُعْطِيهَا لِصَاحِبُ الْحَظِّ الْأَكْبَرِ وَالنَّصِيبِ الْأَوْفَرِ Allah gives it to a person who has been given a great portion. Someone who Allah Taala wants to really يعني, give them something. He gives them patience. وَلِذَلِكَ Allah says in the Quran, وَمَا يُلَقَّاهَا إِلَّا الَّذِينَ صَبَرُوا وَمَا يُلَقَّاهَا إِلَّا have been given a great portion and it's not given to every, every any and everybody also Allah he told us no one knows the reward of patience the reward that the people who are patient get no one knows it as Allah said in the Quran Allah he rewards those people who are patient without any accountability and who are the best people who are patient the best patient people unrestrictedly are the ones who are, who are fasting the people who are fasting are at the highest level of patience and that's why in the hadith al-qudisi which is found in bukhari in hadith abi huraira and also muslim that and the wording is the wording of an imam muslim that the prophet وسلم, he said allah he said except fasting it's mine and i reward it because fasting here you're not mean you're not being told the reward that you get for fasting because fasting is what fasting is the highest level of patience okay brothers and sisters so let's come with the quality of patience now brothers and sisters um when does patient have to be found a person can't just be patient a few weeks later a few months later a year or so later Patience is done at the beginning, at the beginning. 
وَلِذَلِكَ the Prophet he told the Sahabi female, he said to إِنَّمَا الصَّبْرِ Verily patience is what? عِنْدَ صِدْمَةِ الْأُولَى It's when the calamity hits you. Okay? Don't say I'll be patient a week later or a few months later. No, you have to be patient now if you want to get the reward for it. It should be done. It should be done at the beginning. تَعَزَّ فَإِنَّ الصَّبْرَ بِالْحُرِّ أَجْمَلُ وَلَيْسَ عَلَى رَيْبِ الزَّمَانِ مُعَوَّلُ اسْبِرْ لِكُلِّ مُصِيبَةٍ وَتَجَلَّدْ وَعَلَمْ بِأَنَّ الْمَرْأَ غَيْرَ مُخَلَّدِ وَاصْبِرْ كَمَا صَبَرَ الْكِرَامُ فَإِنَّهَا نُوَابٌ تَنُوبُ الْآنَ تُفْرَجُ مِنْ غَدِي وَإِذَا أَتَكَ مُصِيبَةٌ تَشْجَى لَهَا بِهَا وَاذْكُرْ مُصَابَكَ بِالنَّبِيِّ مُحَمَّدِي If you ever go through any calamities and hardship, be an honorable person who shows patience, forbearance, and always remember that your calamity will never reach the death of the Prophet The Sahabas, the thing that they had to suffer the most was knowing that the Prophet is gone. So whenever you think you've been put through something, if ever a calamity comes to you and hits you, compare your calamity to that which the Prophet number one went through, okay? And also compare it to what the Sahabas went through in order to know that the Prophet has passed away and they're going to lose him. The death of your child is nowhere close to the death of the Prophet. Patience is three types. Patience upon the obedience of Allah. Even if it is, even if it is holding onto hot charcoal. And patience upon the sins. To be patient from the sins. Even if the rage of desires is burning within you. And also patience upon the calamities that befall you. Which is show patience in all of those situations. Brothers and sisters, Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah was asked a very powerful question. Ibn Taymiyyah was asked a very powerful question. He was asked that what does sabrun jameelun mean? The Quran mentions three things to be jameel. Ibn Taymiyyah. He's asked that the Quran mentioned sabrun jameelun. And it's mentioned here. Fasbir, also another place Allah mentions it in Surah Al-Ma'arij. Fasbir sabran jameela. Also Allah Taala mentions another thing which is Fasfah al-Safha al-Jameel in Surah Al-Hijr. Fasfah al-Safha al-Jameel. And also Allah Taala He mentions Wahjurhum hajran jameela. There's three things in the Quran Allah Taala mentioned them with Jameel. Fasbir sabran jameela. Fasfah al-Safha al-Jameel. وَهْجُرْهُمْ هَجَرًا جَمِيلًا Ibn Taymiyyah was asked about all three of them. What do they mean? What are they? He said, Allah commanded بِالْهَجْرِ الْجَمِيلِ A beautiful migration. وَالصَّفْحَ الْجَمِيلِ And good forgiveness. Beautiful forgiveness. وَالصَّبْرِ الْجَمِيلِ And beautiful patience. Now he explains each one what it means. What does it mean? He said, فَالْهَجْرُ الْجَمِيلِ The beautiful migration is هَجْرٌ بِلَا أَدَى is when you leave things without harming. وَالصَّفْحَ الْجَمِيلِ It means صَفْحٌ بِلَا عِتَابِ It's to turn away without blaming. وَالصَّبْرَ الْجَمِيلِ Beautiful patience means صَبْرٌ بِلَا شَكْوَى Patience without complaining. Now, brothers and sisters, Ibn Qutaymiyyah goes on to say قَالَ يَعْقُوبُ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ Nabi Allah Ya'qub, he complained only to Allah. And that doesn't go against al-sabr al-jameel. Because he said, إِنَّمَا أَشْكُوا بَثِّي وَحُزْنِي إِلَى اللَّهِ فَالشَّكْوَى إِلَى اللَّهِ لَا تُنَافِ الصَّبْرِ الْجَمِيلِ Ibn Taymiyyah said, good patience doesn't go against complaining to Allah. It is complaining to the people. Is complaining to the people. So look at Ya'qub alayhi salam. He said, فَصَبْرٌ جَمِيلٌ وَاللَّهُ الْمُسْتَعَانُ عَلَى مَا تَصِفُونَ But here, he also mentions, إِنَّمَا أَشْكُ بَثِّي وَحُزْنِي إِلَى اللَّهِ I'm going to complain to Allah. So complaining to Allah, Tabaraka wa Ta'ala, is not what? It is not. It is not lack of patience. Complaining to Allah 
is not lack of patience. Like in complaining to the creation, it goes against patience. It goes against what? It goes against uh, patience. Wallahu al-musta'anu. Wallahu al-musta'anu, it means Wallahu ta'ala wahdahu al-matlubu minhu al-awn. Allah is the only one whose help is sought from him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah, it is alone whose help can be sought against that which we describe, that which you describe, he said. Alama tasifun. The alama, the ma here, brothers and sisters, there's two grammatical rulings that we can give to it. We can either say it's a mawsula, which is a connective, or we can say it's a mazdariya, a verbal noun. If we say it's a mazdariya, it means wallahu al-musta'anu ala wasikum. But if we say it's a mawsula, it means wallahu al-musta'anu ala ladhi tasifuna. Both ways we can take. Okay, what is it that they described? What was the description they gave? That which you guys are telling, the lies that you're telling, and the muhal, the impossible, yeah, uh, in which you claim what happened to Yusuf alayhi salam. There's a story that took place, brothers and sisters, to our mother Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. You all know our mother Aisha, she was accused of something that she was free from. She was accused of zina radiallahu ta'ala anha. Our mother Aisha was free from that allegation. She was free from it. It was a if, it was a made up, forged statement. Okay? It was a slander. Okay? That a gang uh, from within the people started. Specifically, Abdullah ibn Ubay ibn Salal started it and it spread. Our mother Aisha, our Prophet, when he entered onto her, and Aisha radiallahu anha, she said, she's a wife, she said, she said that the Prophet sallallahu spoke to her for the first time. And he said to her, the Prophet, he said to her, in kunti bari'atan, if you're free, okay, if it's true that you didn't do this sin, Allah will free you from all of this. Don't worry. Allah won't let you be wronged. Okay? But if it did happen that you did do the sin, ask Allah for forgiveness. And repent to him. If you committed the sin, ask Allah for forgiveness. And repent to him. Aisha responded to the Prophet. She said, She said, Wallah, I can't find anything that resembles my situation. I can't find anything that's similar to my situation. Illa Aba Yusuf, except the father of Yusuf. They said she couldn't find the name of Yaqub because of this, the distress and the, yani, the, 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 the pain and the suffering our mother Aisha felt at that moment. She radiallahu ta'ala and her forgot Yaqub alayhi salam's name. So she said, Aba Yusuf. The father of Yusuf. Inni wallahi la ajidu mathalan. I can't find an example except that which is similar to my situation. Illa Aba Yusuf. Nabi Yusuf's father. Ya'qub alayhi salam. Fasabrun jameelun. Beautiful patience. Wallahu al-musta'anu. Allah is the only one who sought from help. Ala ma tasifuna. In that which you, in that which you describe. The lies and the unbelievable incident that you had just done, I will what? Fasabrun jamilun. I will sort to patience. Aisha, when she said that, Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala, he sent down the verse, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ جَاءُوا بِالْإِفْكِ عُصْبَةٌ مِّنْكُمْ That those who spread the slander are a group of you. That ayah came down which was al-ashr al-ayati, the 10 verses that will be recited ila an yarithallahu al-arda wa man alayha ila qiyami al-sa'a. It will be recited. This which proves that our mother Aisha is free from that allegation. Okay? Then Allah tabarak wa ta'ala, he says, وَجَاءَتْ سَيَّارَةٌ فَأَرْسَلُوا وَارِدَهُمْ فَأَدْلَى دَلْوَةٌ قَالَ يَا بُشْرَى هَذَا غُلَامٌ وَأَسَرُّوهُ بِضَاعَةٌ وَاللَّهُ عَلِيمٌ بِمَا يَعْمَلُونَ 
Allah tabarak wa ta'ala he says وَجَاءَتْ سَيَّارَةٌ وَجَاءَتْ سَيَّارَةٌ سَيَّارَةٌ What does it mean? Does anyone here know? وَجَاءَتْ سَيَّارَةٌ What it means? Yeah. Naam. The word sayyaratun here doesn't mean car. It doesn't mean a car. Uh, it doesn't mean that. It means like in qafila a caravan or a jama'atun musafiruna or it means a group of travelers who wanted Egypt. This group of people, what they wanted was Egypt. The place they wanted was Egypt. Okay, they were heading towards uh, these people. They were heading towards Egypt, and that's what they wanted. So, what happened was, Allah Taala He tells us, He tells us that He said, "Wajat sayyaratun." Yusuf remained fi ghayabatil jubbi. He remained in the well. Until a qafila, a caravan, or jama'atul musafirun, or a group of travelers came who wanted Egypt. And the scholars, they mention how long Nabiullah Yusuf, he stayed in the uh, well. Some of the scholars actually said he stayed there for three days. Some of the scholars, they said that he stayed there for three days. And other scholars have said other things. These travelers, they wanted to go to Egypt. They were traveling to Egypt. So they were the ones that took him. Yusuf alayhi salam, he remained in Egypt, uh, sorry, in the world for three days. Allah took care of him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he took care of Nabiullah uh, Yusuf alayhi salam. One second, brothers and sisters. Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, he says, rahimahullah, he says, يقول تعالى مخبرا عما جرى ليوسف حين ألقاه إخوته وتركوا في ذلك الجب فريدا وحيدا فمكث في البئر ثلاثة أيام فيما قاله أبو بكر بن عياش Allah narrates what happened to Yusuf. May Allah's peace and blessing be upon him. After his brothers threw him down the well and left him alone in there where he remained for three days. And this is the view of Abu Bakr ibn Ayyash. This is the view that he held, that he stayed there uh, for three days. وَقَالَ Muhammad ibn Ishaq, Muhammad ibn Ishaq, who is the historian, he says, لَمَّا أَلْقَاهُ إِخْوَتُهُ جَلَسُوا حَوْلَ الْبِئْرِ يَوْمَهُمْ ذَلِكَ يَنظُرُونَ مَا يَصْنَعُ وَمَا يُصْنَعُ بِهِ فَسَاقَ اللَّهُ لَهُ سَيَّارَةً فَنَزَلُوا قَرِيبًا مِنْ تِلْكَ الْبِئْرِ وَأَرْسَلُوا وَارِدَهُمْ وَهُوَ الَّذِي يَتَطَلَّبُ لَهُمُ الْمَاءَ فَلَمَّا جَاءَ تِلْكَ الْبِئْرَ وَأَدْلَى دَلْوَهُ فِيهَا تَشَبَّثَ يُوسُفُ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامُ فِيهَا فَأَخْرَجَهُ وَاسْتَبْشَرَ بِهِ وَقَالَ يَا بُشْرَى هَذَا غُلَامٌ محمد بن إسحاق he said after Yusuf's brothers they threw him down the well. They remained around the well for the rest of the day to see what he might do and what would happen to him. And Allah sent a caravan of travelers that camped near that well. And they sent it to, and they sent to it the man responsible for drawing the water for them. When he approached the well, he lowered his bucket down into it. Yusuf alayhi salam held onto it and the man rescued him and felt happy. And he responded by saying, Ya Bushra hadha ghulam. What good news. Here is, my, here, here is a boy. Here is a, here is a uh, boy. It means 
they he threw in this man he threw in waridahum yani he threw his bucket in he wanted his water fa'adla dalwahu ay fa'arsala dalwahu he threw his bucket fil bi'ri in the well so he can fill water in it yusuf alayhi salam what did he do fatashabbatha yusuf alayhi salam biha yusuf he held on to the bucket and he brought him out the man that what is a dalw if just write a benefit on this the dalw it's a wi'a'un it's a vessel min jildin it's made from skin or other things it can be made from and it's used specifically it is used specifically to bring out water from wells okay and then he said qala ya bushra hadha ghulam he said qala ya bushra hadha ghulam now Asim and Hamza and Kisai, they recited it as what? Ya Bushra. They recited it as what? Qara'a Asimun wa Hamza wa Kisai. Ya Bushra. Okay. Without a ya without the ya of attribution and the other remaining qurra they recited it as ya bushra ya which is the ya of idafa the ya of attribution my glad tidings my good news with a fatha on the ya after the alif after he found it walidhalika uh, Shatibiyu he mentions وَيَرْتَعْ سُكُونُ الْكَسْرِ فِي الْعَيْنِ ذُو حِمًا وَبُشْرَاءَ حَذْفُ الْيَاءِ ثَبْتٌ مُيِّلًا وَبُشْرَاءَ حَذْفُ الْيَاءِ ثَبْتٌ مُيِّلًا In other words, here he's talking about قَالَ يَا بُشْرَاءَ هَذَا وُلَامًا Asim and Hamza and Kisai they read it without the yaa idafa the yaa that has the fatha um, after the alif they don't Asim and Hamza and Kisai don't have that. Like in the other Qurra, all of them they recited as Ya Bushraya, Ya Bushraya. That's how they read it. Yani he became happy when he said Ya Bushraya, Innahu Fariha, Wasurra, Wabtaja. He became so happy, so excited by attaining this boy. Now pay attention here, brothers and sisters. Ya'qub alayhi salam, he lost his son, and his son has been taken away from him. Now Yusuf alayhi salam, according to one view by Abu Bakr ibn Ayyash, he stayed there for three days. Muhammad ibn Ishaq, he kind of alludes to that, that same night that Yusuf alayhi salam was taken, and his brothers, they actually saw him being taken. They were, they were sure, and that's when they went to their father. After having known that Yusuf was taken by a travelers, and they knew he was taken, that's when they left. Okay? That's the view that Muhammad ibn Ishaq, the historian, is kind of leaning to. Abu Bakr ibn Ayyash, said, no, three days he was in there. And of course, his brothers wouldn't know. And that's when he got taken. Okay? So now he got taken. The man who took him, he says, Ya Bushraya. I'm a Ya Bushra. Hada Ghulam. This young boy. Hada Ghulam. He's a boy. And the reason why he said Hada Ghulam is of course you should understand the nature of that time that the boy um the boys at that time the quality and the position that they had was very high boys were seen as gold at that time because the boy could do a lot for you and he worked that's how they saw it as it was something adopted by the jahiliya which islam abolished Islam abolished it that this doesn't exist okay and to be honest right now right now anyone who has a daughter and a son let's be honest who helps you the most as a father like, who's there I mean I'm not trying to boys versus girls but I mean, subhanallah 
a lot of the times it's the girls that have helped their fathers the most and their mothers the most. Hatta, even financial help. And I know many more cases that where girls are caring financially for their parents, from the money they get from their husbands, they give it to their parents more than that which the boy gives to their parents, his parents. Okay? And the emotional connection that the girl does to her parents when she spoke, speaks to them is better than what the boy does. And these people, the reason why they love the boy is because they knew that the boy would give them more. But if those people were to see the boys and the men of this time, they would be saddened. Okay? They would be saddened, uh, the situation of these ones. What does it mean? It means, so they hid him as merchandise. A bid'a here means just merchandise. They hid him. Who is it? What's the view regarding here? If we take the view of Muhammad ibn Ishaq, the view of Muhammad ibn Ishaq, the historian, ibn Ishaq, his view was, remember, that same night he was taken and his brothers were watching. So according to him, here it means that Yusuf alayhi brothers, they concealed that he was their brother. That his brothers concealed his brotherhood for them. That he was, Yusuf was their brother, they concealed that. And they sold their brother. They got rid of their brother as a merchandise. They just saw their brother get taken like a merchandise. Okay? And that this is in reference to Yusuf's brothers. It is referring to who? It is referring to the brothers of Yusuf. When Idarik Ibn Kathirin, he transmits this view from Ibn Abbas. Ibn Abbas, and he said, The brothers of Yusuf. They concealed and they hid his situation. Yusuf, he also didn't say anything as well. He went quiet. He hid his relationship with his brothers. Okay? Okay, and they also got rid of their brother as a merchant and they hid the fact that he's their brother. And Yusuf hid the fact that he is their brother as well because he was scared that they might kill him. And he chose that he gets sold. Okay, and that his brothers they sold him. Ajib. Wallahu Allah Azza wa Jalla is Alim, one who has knowledge, Bimaya Amaluna, that which they do. Wallahu verily Allah. Ibn Kathir Rahimahullah he says here, let me mention something he says. He says, uh, Ibn Kathir Rahimahullah. Mm -hmm. Here Ibn Kathir Rahimahullah He says He says وَأَسَرُّهُ بِضَاعَ يَعْنِ إِخْوَةَ يُوسُفُ أَسَرُّوا شَأْنَوْ وَكَتَمُوا أَنْ يَكُونَ أَخَاهُمْ وَكَتَمَ يُوسُفُ شَأْنَوْ مَخَافَةَ أَنْ يَقُتُلَهُ إِخْوَتُهُ وَاخْتَارَ الْبَيْعَ فذكره إخوته لوارد القوم فنادى أصحابه يا بشرى هذا غلام يباع فباعه إخوته ابن كثير says it is in reference to his brothers Yusuf's brothers who hid the news that he was their brother Yusuf hid the news that يعني of who what they did to him and everything for fear that his brothers might kill him and prefer to be sold instead okay Yusuf's brothers told the water drawer about him and that this man said to his companions and they sold him wallahu verily allah tabarak wa ta'ala na alimun he is all knower of what they do what they did 
subhanahu wa ta'ala wallahu alimuna bima ya'maluna allah is one who has knowledge of everything which they do subhanahu wa ta'ala ibn kathir says something very good he says wa fi hadha in this is ta'rid li rasulillah li rasulih muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ilamu lahu bi annani alimun bi adha qawmik when allah here is saying to nabiyah yusuf wallahu alimun bima ya'malun okay wallahu alimun bima ya'malun allah is speaking to prophet muhammad here when he finished the ayah like that ibn kathir is saying this because nabiyah muhammad at this time was going through a hard time and allah is saying to him i know everything that they are doing this is called ta'ridun li rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is indirectly talking to nabiyah muhammad and he's informing him bi annani alimun i am knowledgeable all know bi adha qawmika the harm that your people are putting you through wa ana qadirun ala al-inkari alayhim i also can reject and stop this walakinni sa'umli lahum but i just want to delay it for them thumma aj'alu lak al-aqibata wal hukma alayhim and i want to make the final ending for you and the ruling finally for you kama ja'altu li yusuf the way i did it for yusuf al hukma wal aqibata ala ikhwatihi the way that i made yusuf powerful and i made yusuf the final ending over his people that's the same reason this statement of ibn kathir is gold gold if you haven't written it you must write it this is powerful the reason why the story of yusuf has been mentioned to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is because right now it doesn't look good yes it doesn't look good but right now don't judge everything based on that i am aware allah is saying i know i have knowledge of everything that your people are putting you through i can stop them now but no i want to delay it for them and then i want to give you the final ending at the end i want to put you in power and this is similar to yusuf look what he went through his brothers did this to him he spent time in jail and all of that but finally what happened al hukm wal aqiba he was the power and the strength over his siblings and everyone was it that not was that not the case so wal aqibatu lil muttaqin the final ending don't look at things now this minute but look at the future and what is going to come from it all matters are in allah's hands ala lahu al khalq wal amru tabarak allah rabbul alamin all of the matters are in whose hands allah tabarak wa ta'ala he controls it subhanahu wa ta'ala everything is in his it's in allah tabarak wa ta'ala's hands he controls it he does everything with wisdom subhanahu wa ta'ala someone asked and they said uh, did yusuf alayhi salam receive revelation in the world yes we told you we told you وكذلك يجتبيك ربك ويعلمك من تاويل الاحاديث الله تبارك وتعالى وكذلك الله تبارك وتعالى he mentioned it we mentioned it last week that allah tabarak wa ta'ala he sent a revelation on him whilst he was in the in the well يعني فلما ذابوا به واجمعوا ان يجعلوه في غيابه الجب واوحينا اليه الله سبحانه revelation him which is to نبئ انهم بامرهم you're going to inform them about what's happening in the future هذا وهم لا يشعرون why is they don't know someone asked ustad what does the word ghulam actually mean a ghulam can be slave and he can also be a boy but here it can mean both يعني he's a boy who we're going to take as a slave اي نعم Allah then says subhanahu wa ta'ala wa sharawhu they sold him they wa sharawhu they sold him bi thamanin bakhsin darahim ma'dudatin wa kanu fihi min az-zahidin wa sharawhu they sold him yani wa ba'uhu that's what it means okay his brothers did that ala warid as-sayyara they sold him to what they sold him to the uh, travelers bi thamanin bakhsin they sold him in money that was so low little and this happens when someone doesn't have no value to you just want to get rid of it you generally do that you sell it for a very short price now people who generally steal something okay they steal something they steal a phone or something when they come to you and they want to sell it to you they sell it to you in a very like they just want to get it done and over with so let's just give me what you can no problem just take it you know that this person stolen this is this is illegal it's what it's what it is illegal washarawhu bi thamanin bakhsin washarawhu the word washarawhu it means waba'ahu they his brothers they sold him 
and they sold him to the travelers. For a short period of price. They sold him for a few dirhams. Okay? A manqus, reducted amount of money, very little money. The, well, the money was, it was count, it was a few dirhams. And they were They were from the Zahideen, meaning they regarded him insignificant. Zahid here. They considered him from the from those who are insignificant. Okay, inshallah ta'ala, what I'm gonna do. Uh, is I'm going to stop here. I'm going to carry on. Shall I remind me tomorrow to start from Washarahu Bithamani? Okay. I'm going to start from here, inshallah, tomorrow. Bidnilah uh, al-Kareem. And we're going to mention the benefits from there, inshallah, tomorrow. And also carry on the other part. Barakallahu feekum wa jazakumullahu khairan.